Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my friends. Truly, truly, it staggers me to know that there are people listening right now, along with you from Arizona, Florida, Massachusetts, Wisconsin, Tennessee, New York State, California, Washington State, and everywhere in between, even outside the borders of the good old U.S. of A. and Liberia and ports unknown, people are tuning in to Bible Tract Echoes, and I want to say thank you for that. It means truly, it means so much to me that you would spend a few moments. Here we are, scant days from Christmas, one of the greatest times of the year, and you're listening to this broadcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm encouraged by the thought that God has led us to today. Just a few days ago, we talked about love at first sight, or maybe more accurately, love before first sight. Of course, we know that God has loved us. He continues to love us. He will love us. So undeserving we are, but he loved us before we were ever a glimmer in our mother's eye. And we're going to talk today. Here we are so close to Christmas. We're going to talk today about what to do with the world's most precious commodity. You know, if you we're sitting on massive oil reserves. Maybe you found out that some land that had been in your family uh, for generations and had passed to you, you found out that surveyors had done their work and established that there were millions, if not billions of dollars of that substance. And you would think, oh, wow, I've struck it rich. What should I do with this commodity. Of course, oil prices are up at this current moment as you listen to this broadcast, and this would be a good time to strike it rich in oil, right? What can I tell you? You've already struck it rich beyond all imaginations, beyond anything your human mind can conceive. Friend, you have been blanketed with, enveloped with, you have been given at no charge the world's most precious commodity, God's love. We're going to talk about what to do with that today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles, turn to the book of 1 John chapter 4, the book of 1 John chapter 4, on behalf of all of us, at the Bible Tracts Incorporated team, I want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Depending on when you're listening to this broadcast, Christmas might have already passed you by. New Year's might even be in your rearview mirror, but if it's still out in front of you, let me say again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I hope you get to spend some time with family. I hope you're able to take some time off of work and slow down, not just for the sake of family, but so that you can do what we're going to talk about today. You can meditate on God's love. The fact that he would come from heaven, be born of a virgin, to step into time. You realize God Almighty is the creator of time, but he is in his person outside of time. A day with him is like a thousand years for us. Time means really nothing to God. 
and yet his son stepped into time to spend 33 sinless years among the refuse of humanity. People just like you and me. Yes, they may have been born, lived, and died some 2,000 years ago, but humanity hasn't changed throughout history. We are full of our sin nature. And God came, Jesus Christ came, to heal us of that. 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 15 to set some context. Some of this you may recall from just a few days ago, but I want to refresh your memory because I think it's worth refreshing. 1 John chapter 4 verse number 15 says, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Verse number 19 and our text today, We love him because he first loved us. Now, we've given some context to this thought, and some may recall what we spoke about a few days ago, but just in case you need a slight refresher, remember that before we loved him, he loved us. Before we could even form a cognizant opinion of God's love toward us, he was already blanketing us with love. Also, before anyone else loved us, he loved us. His love predates your mother's love. His love predates your spouse's love. His love predates all forms of human affection because, as I mentioned, God himself is outside of time, and he loved you before time even began, before he expressed any other emotion. He loved us. He didn't have to get to know us first. He didn't have time to be irritated with our foibles and our quirks and our idiosyncrasies. No, he just loved us. Before we could even make a single bad decision as a member of the human race, he already loved us in spite of the knowledge that we would make a plethora of horrible decisions. We are not, friend, automatons. We are not robots. God has gifted us with a free will. And even in spite of knowing how horribly we would treat that gift and the myriad of bad choices we would make, he loved us, continues to love us. His love doesn't have any diluting emotions. I thought about this not too long ago and came to this realization, even since I last spoke to you about this thought. You know, 
We, humans, have only a particular amount of bandwidth, emotional bandwidth, that we can make use of. Let's just say we have a scale of 100. And maybe for our children, for our wife, our spouse, our husband, maybe love fills up 80, 85, 90, 95% of our emotional bandwidth towards those people. But it's very likely that at least a few percentage points contain a little bit of angst, a little bit of irritation, a little bit of frustration, and at times... At times, that love dips below 80, 75, 70% because there are some people in your life that maybe you would say, I don't really love them at all. And love only fills up 5% of that emotional bandwidth and the rest of it is filled with vitriol and, and hatred towards someone. Maybe someone that has done you wrong. Maybe politicians on the other side of the political spectrum from you. People you don't like, right? Here's the amazing thing about God. He can give us 100% love at all times. Now, that's not to say that he can't give us 100% justice when it's required as well. But think about that. He can give us 100% love and 100% justice at the same time. And oftentimes, his justice is blunted by his mercy. Very quickly, regardless of what anyone else thinks, he still loves us. There are no considerations or preconditions for his love. There was no prenuptial agreement you had to sign before you became a part of the family of God. Realize, friend, he was first in the expression of his love. He was first in the action of his love. So, in the last three minutes we have together today, what shall we do with this love? What can we do with this most precious commodity so that it is not wasted? Well, we must first of all realize his love. If you are listening today and you aren't sure of your salvation, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, your friend, the lover of your soul. And friend, Romans 10.9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Realize the action that Jesus Christ took to express his love. He died for you. You must be saved You must call upon his name. You could pray a simple prayer like this. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know that the penalty for my sin is an eternity in hell. But I know your love and your death on the cross gives me escape, offers salvation. Please, God, save me. Take me to heaven when I die. If you prayed a prayer like that, or you just have more questions, would you text me? I'd love to hear from you. Let me give you this number one time, real slow. Grab your phone, grab a notepad, grab a pen. Here you go. Three, zero, nine, three, one, six, seven, two, four, zero. Friend, you must realize his love. In the last minute we have together today, what else must we do with the world's most precious commodity? We need to remember his love. Would you spend a few moments today 
just in the quietness of your own mind, realizing, even you, Christian friend, realizing how much God has loved you and continues to. Lastly, this, report his love. Tell others about it. Mark 16, 15, you know it. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Tell everyone about it. It's the world's most precious commodity, and it's unlimited. Share it with those around you. If you have a question, a comment, text me. 309-316-7240. Have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.